0: Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. We got my mainest man, Jake Ducey, on the show today. And today, Jake is going to give you a lesson in the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And he's going to show you how the programs in your subconscious mind are giving you the results that you've been getting in your life. And he's also going to show you one thing that you can do today to start to reprogram your subconscious mind to take you exactly where you want to go. Here's Jake.
1: So there's a guy named Dr. Thurman Fleet, and Dr. Thurman Fleet invented the concept therapy movement, and he had a quote that said, basically, no one has ever seen the mind before. The the mind is not the brain. So no one has ever seen the mind before. The mind is essentially activity. That's all the mind is. So he said, in order for us to understand the mind on a deeper level, in order to create transformation, and in order for us to improve our lives, we've got to have some type of a working image of the mind just so we have an image of how to understand it better. Otherwise, it's entirely theory. So if anyone's familiar with Bob Proctor, he he uses Dr. Thurman's fleet stick figure drawing. I thought it'd be cool instead to actually get a real-life diagram. Now, I wanted a grapefruit, but the store didn't have any grapefruits because your brain is more or less the size of a grapefruit. So we have two functions of our mind. We have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind, right? So Dr. Thurman Fleet created a diagram that was a circle like this. And there was a line straight through the center. Top half, conscious mind. Bottom half, subconscious mind. Conscious, subconscious. So your mind is activity. There's no location where you can find the mind. But when we have a working image, then it starts to make a lot of sense, right? Because you're like, okay, so I changed the slide on the projector of the screen. But then what happens is that old slide comes back onto the screen. The reason the old slide comes back onto the screen is because we have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind. So your conscious mind is a part of you that uses reason. It's the analytical side of your mind, right? So your conscious mind is, um, here's why it'll work and here's why it won't work. It's thinking in linear time frames. So your conscious mind is responsible for only 5% of your life, roughly. So psychologists have estimated we have 65,000 thoughts in a day. So approximately 65,000 thoughts in a day, 95% of which are unconscious, coming from the subconscious mind, meaning, one, we're generally unaware of them. Two, what do those thoughts lead to? Those thoughts lead to feelings that controls our overall habitual emotional state through a day. It leads to generally our actions we do or are not taking, the perception that we have of ourselves and our world. It's all coming down to a conscious and a subconscious mind. right? So when you say, and and you're writing, out. Here's my vision. What, what function of the mind is that? Anyone? Conscious. conscious mind, right? So conscious mind is I'm going to make this decision right now in this moment. It's my free will, Right? And so the funny thing is, it's a paradox, right? The paradox is we're creatures of free will, but we hardly have any free will at all because we're run by an unconscious mechanism, right? Your unconscious mechanism is the part of you that, when, let's say, remember the first day you drove a car, right? And like your mom, like your mom's talking to you, and she's like, no, press that. And you're like, mom, shut up. I'm trying to drive. And you can't even hear someone suggest an idea while you're driving because you're so in your conscious mind, you're trying to figure out how to do it. But then eventually you're not even you're hardly looking at the road. Some people are on their phones, they're talking to this person, they're looking over there, but they still get to where they're going. It's it's no problem. They don't have to think in their head and say, okay, I'm gonna press the brake now. Okay, let me press the brake. It just happens. It's totally an unconscious mechanism. So that's one example of how your conscious mind is the first part of your personality that develops a new idea. And eventually that becomes a habitual pattern that imprints into the subconscious mind. Remember, psychologists tell us 65,000 thoughts in a day, roughly 95% of our life is unconscious, subconscious. So it becomes a subconscious habit to drive a car, but it starts in the conscious mind. So the way you can ever change something in your life is by first getting it in the conscious mind and imprinting the subconscious. And there's a myriad of examples that we can think of, right? Basic math might be an example of that. At first, it's so hard to understand it. But once your conscious mind makes sense to it, it can become a habit. And I'm sure you can think of a lot of other things in your life where it becomes unconscious. Typing for me would be an unconscious thing. I don't need to look at the keys anymore. But at first, I had to, it was one finger, it was one finger, it was one finger. And over time, it became a habitual pattern. So then think about okay, we do it when we drive a car, right? You do it with all these basic areas of our life around different motor functions so then it's like okay what else in my life is on autopilot and that's an interesting thing to consider everything is basically on autopilot right how we show up at work how we handle a stressful situation how we handle a breakup how we how we handle unexpected financial things our habit of how we wake up in the morning is an unconscious mechanism the food that we eat is an un- all of it is an unconscious mechanism that's perpe- that's perpetuating itself right so in an airplane right the pilot isn't steering that thing the whole time that they're driving that right the computer is set up to get to Australia from Los Angeles. Every time it hits turbulence, all of that is coming back on the course. Like um, they say that a, the same thing about a rocket. So a rocket is constantly getting pushed off of course and then it constantly is auto-correcting the whole time. So Matt, uh, um, Maxwell Malt's book, Cybernetics, is about a cybernetic mechanism, which is essentially an autopilot mechanism. So, in the same way that you program your GPS to get to LA, you know, then you turn off the freeway and then it's like, return right on 4th Street here, go back onto 6th Street, get back onto the 101 here. It just is constantly in a place of autocorrect, 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 autocorrect to get to, to where the, the position that you're programmed. So if you're programmed to be in debt because your family has historically been in debt, that would make sense as to why you're in debt. It's just what has been infiltrated into us. Uh, A lot of psychologists say that even before a child comes out of a womb, it's already starting to digest information. It's already starting to digest the energy and the surroundings that it receives. So your parents may have argued around love, Right, there was a guy in one of my events whose definition of love was pain. And I said, you can have any definition you want, but do you see how that definition that you have of love being pain is going to lead to constant heartache? And we have these things set up for every single area of our life over and over and over and over and over again. So whatever it is that you're wanting to create more of in your life, the, the really the only obstacle is our conditioning or our relationship, our unconscious relationship that we have to that thing. So then the question is, well how do you access a subconscious mind? Right? So here's an example. And by the way, most successful people in the world either know this stuff consciously or they're an unconscious competent. They're unconsciously competent about this stuff. And an, un- an unconscious competent would be the example of a Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a Super Bowl quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, won the MVP one year. And before the Super Bowl, a couple years ago, Michael Strahan was interviewing him. Michael Strain is a Hall of Fame defensive end, and he's now a commentator for the NFL. And he was interviewing Cam, and he said, Cam, did you ever imagine that you would be here today in the Super Bowl? I mean, just a couple years ago, you were in junior college and I'm sure there, it's, it seems like everyone here is from either America or Canada, we know that it, it's pretty difficult to make it in professional sports, let alone be a superstar coming from a junior college. It's not that common, right? And he had lost a scholarship, was back at a junior college, it looked like he had no chance in the NFL, and here's this guy who's, at one point, he's kind of faded slightly, but was the face of, prof- of professional football. And Michael said, did you ever imagine you'd be here today? And he looks at the camera like this, and then he looks over at Michael and he looks back at the camera and he says, I was a millionaire and a Super Bowl quarterback long before I ever was one. That's an example of unconscious competence. He wasn't like... And the subconscious mind is programmed this way. It's unconscious competence. you see a lot of professional athletes that are like that. Kobe Bryant has a name for his alter ego when he drops into it. What's it called? Anyone know? The Black Mamba. Right? It's his alter ego that he's dropping into. Cam Newton talks about it. If you watch uh, Lady Gaga interviews, Lady Gaga says... Well, I became a success once I finally realized that success and fame were actually something from within myself. They weren't something I needed to pursue. So my affirmation became success and fame is inside of me. Time and time and time again, I mean, obviously Oprah's a big one, I read uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography. I'm just curious looking at people and seeing what are their common threads. Arnold Schwarzenegger, since he was a little kid, used to carry around flashcards, just like you have here with his goals on his flashcard. I'm going to be a world-famous actor. And movie star. He's from a town in Bavaria, he didn't even have a light. It's just like, how does that happen? Right? And how that happens is the result of your life is based off of your subconscious programming. So there's a guy, his name is Bruce Lee. And Bruce Lee, this is Bruce Lee's chief definite end. Bruce Lee was a struggling actor. Um, And he had a vertebrae problem, so he couldn't even do any of his stunts or anything like that. And he had um, one or two of his kids, and he was hardly getting any gigs, and he was here in America. And he read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, where he talks about a chief definite aim. And this is Bruce Lee's chief definite aim that he wrote when he was trying to find his way. I, Bruce Lee, will be the first highest paid oriental superstar in the United States. In return, I will give the most exciting performances and render the best of quality in the capacity of an actor. Starting in 1970, I will achieve world fame, and from then onward until the, end of, until the end of 1980, I will have in my possession $10 million. I will live the way I please and achieve inner harmony and happiness. Bruce Lee, January 1969. So he read this every single morning and every single night. Um, And there's a laundry list of
0: people who have looked at this the exact same way. All right, friends, that was Jake Ducey. His website is jakeducey.com. Head on over to his website and get his free hypnosis MP3 so you can learn how to tap into your subconscious mind and put brand new programs in there. That's it for me. Please leave a rating and or review for the show on iTunes. I appreciate it, and I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. I'm out. Peace.